Hey traders, David Frost, My Strategic Forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Tuesday, February 22nd, 2022. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? Well, actually, there's a lot of stuff on the docket today, so you might want to strap in, grab a cocktail, a stack of sticky notes, and let's go. The first thing we're going to do is take an assessment of the daily chart. Where are we on the daily chart? Is anything jumping off the page? The first thing that jumps off is the trend. The trend is down. The trend is your friend until she turns around. That's item number one. Item number two, what's that line at 432.70? We'll get back to that later. It's not really that important from a daily chart perspective right now. It acts more of an intraday spot of interest, we'll say. We'll get back to that one. But the other thing that jumps off the page at me, well, there's actually two other things. The first one is, and we discussed this last week, we have a breakup candle low, 427.82 is that number. Today's low eclipsed that low, however, turned around and closed inside of that candle for now, we're going to look at it as a running a test of a breakup candle low type of situation. Now, below that one, and the next one is the low from, I believe, January 24th, and that's down around 420. That's an Irene situation down there. Not necessarily so much on a day's close or a daily closing basis, but more of a weekly close. You close the week down below that low, and Irene is paying a visit. In English, for those of you that don't know Irene, that's where the selling can certainly accelerate. Okay, speaking of which, are they likely to go run a test of those lows and get below and have the selling accelerate, or is there a bounce in our future? Well, when we look further on the daily chart, and remember, this is a bounce, not a multi-month rally I'm discussing, It's a bounce in a downtrend. However, the bounces in downtrends can be violent. They can be quick. They can be short squeezes. Buying begets buying. Panic buying sets in. And before you know it, the S&P's up 150 handles. Happens all the time. So when I think about that situation, I think about the breakup candle low, and then I think about on time. Well, what does that mean? Well, if you've taken the course, Lazy E-Mini Trader, you know exactly what that means, and we're coming into a zone of time. Time is more important than price. What do we look for in order to get a full stack situation? We look for signs and signal of a trend change. Did we get that? Where do you even learn what those are? Again, Lazy E-Mini Trader course. You like how I sew this all together, don't you? But the answer to the question is, not really. However, there's a caveat. There's always a caveat. Sometimes we look at the market at face value. Sometimes I look at things that other people just don't look at. For instance, let's take today's candle, and let's say it would have looked a lot better if it was one of those doji type of candle situations. Okay, fair enough. Now, Let's look up towards the top. I'm making this video shortly after 4 o'clock, and right now the SPY is bidding 
431.40 by 431.45 in that neighborhood. So what does that do? It puts it up in this zone where what? Where it would be if it wasn't closed at 4 o'clock, and I know what you're saying, but I'll get to that in a moment. It would be a doji candle. Now here's the caveat. This is the ES. This is the futures chart. Look where they closed at 4.15. It's a different looking candle, isn't it? Did the market close at 4.15 or did the market close at 4 o'clock? The SPY closed at 4 o'clock. The futures closed at 4.15. Which one is it? I'm looking for a bounce. Now, let's say we wake up on Wednesday and they're trading down around today's lows, below today's lows. Then guess what? Then that's off the table and the door is open to retest the lows for the 24th. Maybe they will, maybe they won't, but the door would certainly be unlocked. About the 240-minute chart? Not a lot of people look at this chart. I do. What do we see? What jumps off the page? Well, you have a couple of breakup candle lows. You have this one, where the low was 426.03, and you really have, what was the other one? This one right here, where the low was 427.82. What was the low today? How about... 425.86, this low again, 426.03. They ran a test of that low. What type of candle is this? That's more like one of those signs and signal of a trend change, isn't it? Is this one on time? I would say so. I would put this on a sticky note, wouldn't you? About the 120-minute chart. Looks like the next to last one of the day could be classified as some kind of a reversal candle. It's not the greatest one on the board, but it's certainly not the worst one on the board either. We're just looking around things. Very simple on the downside. Below today's low, door is open for the 420 neighborhood. However, what we are seeing are signs of a market that wants to find the bottom, that wants to rally. The defense wants to be down there with a goal line defense. Can they do it? Wide swings in both directions. Here's a five-minute chart, and the high over here was 435.50. The low over here was 425.86, around a 100-point swing from high to low today. That's a big day. One more sneak peek at 432.70. You see where... Once they fought it and got below, that was it. They gave up 432.70. The game was on for the downward direction bear case. At the end of the day, they came up to run a test of what? 432.70. Most of you will remember this number from last week. It's still important. It's also important you know your numbers. That's why we're going to take a look inside the numbers. It's Turnaround Tuesday. Now, the market tried to stage a turnaround today, but we're not sure if it was really classified as a turnaround. However, since today was really Monday of a four-day work week, guess what? Is Wednesday turnaround Tuesday, and I'll leave you with this on that topic. Inside my head is a dangerous place to be. I'm bonkers. You all know that. While yesterday's markets were closed, the holiday market thieves took markets down at zero dark 30 They're bouncing right back just a few points short of Friday's close. Straight to the numbers. What's the first one on the board? Many of you will remember 
432.70 from last week. It was a number on the board, specifically on Friday, in my absence as important and a target if Mrs. Market was going to proceed lower. So they got to that number, they bounced off, today they got below that number, which opens the door for other stuff. 434.35 is important and a gateway to operation recovery. They got a little bit higher, but they weren't up there for long. They turned right around. Let's see what else we have. We'll circle back to stocks on the move. So right out of the gate, before the market even opens at 923, we're calling the range 432.70 on the south side and 434.50 on the north side. Outside the range, things can get interesting. Beware of the short squeeze today at some point. We had a couple of bouts where it looked like they were going to really squeeze the heck out of them. But you can see from right out of the gate this morning, that was on my mind. Again, right at the opening bell, 432.70 is now resistance until they're back above. There's your 432.70 below, 434.50. They popped it above a little bit, but then they failed. Once they got below 432.70, the bears were really in control of the tape. A few more minutes into the open, 430 is a round number. They'll likely either bounce in front or spike it and bounce. Back to the chart, 430 is now the lower number. And what did they do? They came up short. The low was 431.49. They turned around, went back in the other direction. Sometimes they come up short. Sometimes they spike it through. But the big fat round numbers are certainly important as evidence today. What's really happening here is two things. A, while the trick, trap, fool, and frustrate crew gets involved, traders that are short looking to cover around 430, they get screwed because the market turns around in front. And traders looking to buy 430 or a spike below 430 get screwed because the market turns around. So trick and company gets a twofer. And we're moving along. The bulls need to recapture 432.70 or no dice on a rally. And I'm going to highlight a few important things. What I urge you to do if you're interested inside the numbers or interested in trading the market during the trading day or already doing it, it's a great tour guide. And here's one. The next target on the north side is 435, then 435.55. When I have two numbers that are close together, I put them up because they're there, but for different reasons, which means it becomes a zone. Now back to the chart. Look at this one. The high in this candle, 435.48. The high in this candle, 435.50. Five cents below my number, and they just trade away. And you'll see this later. That was unfinished business. So right out of the gate this morning, it looked like the squeeze was on. First, they did a shakeout operation, and now they were doing a squeeze out. But then they reversed the squeeze out to go lower. I have to admit, I got a little faked out in that situation as well. But that's the job of the trick, trap, fool, and frustrate crew. They're going to get everybody. It's just a matter of how much each individual gets tricked. We're moving along through the commentary. Again, pause the video, read the notes, go back to the charts to double check the work. I'm going to highlight a few more important things, and then we'll circle back to some charts from Stocks on the Move. We had another area is worth pointing out. There was a bounce possibility at 432.35. It's down here. It's here. But they ended up bouncing at 432.70 instead, and that changed the potential trade opportunity. Then 431 was on the table. They did that. Again, 
Read the notes, go back to the charts to double check the work. As we get into the afternoon, they're dripping lower, and we have a target on our hands. 427.75 down to 426.40, which is a zone and likely to be magnetic and support. It's a zone because those numbers are for different reasons, like I described before, and they're pretty close together. Can't say they will get there, but they are creeping lower, and it's likely where they're headed. So we had some of that commentary going as they drip lower. And here's what we said at 145. Bears reach the top end of the zone and target. They could bounce the tape there, here, at the time. They could continue to the next number around 426.40. Somewhere in here, there should be a bounce. Okay, fair enough. Back to the chart. There's your zone, 427.75, down to 426.40. They spiked it a little bit, but quickly then turned around, went back in the other direction. To where? 432.70. And then to where? Almost back to 427.75. It was certainly a rodeo, not easy to trade, but you have to know your numbers if you have half a chance. And we go out into the end of the day. Again, pause the video. Read the notes, go back to the charts to double-check the work. Thought it was kind of interesting, funny, slash, not so funny, that the president shows up on TV, starts talking about the whole Russia thing. They first had reached the downside target, and then he speaks, and they start bouncing right away. That was supposed to create a bounce anyway. Was it the president? Was it the number? You decide for yourself. All I have to say is it's funny how that works. Stocks on the move. We had a little bit of a list this morning. We're going to take a look at COIN, JK Solar, PDD did not hit its number. It's off the board. It's a no trade. We'll take a look at TPX for training purposes, and we'll also skip over YNDX as it did not hit its number. Therefore, it's also off the board. Here's your five-minute chart of COIN. Nobody thought it would get there when the market opened today. It was all the way up around 180 and higher, even what a high over here was. 185.68, 185.75, and it came all the way down to the number posted on the board at zero dark 30, 173.60. Unfortunately, it didn't do it in the manner in which. What does that mean? It means we needed to come in in a hurry. We don't like the creeping ones. We don't like the ones that bounce over the number, then come into the number. It changes the risk profile of the trade. Nevertheless, the numbers work. JK Solar. It did the Macarena around the first number, right around the opening bell. Here's what it looked like. The low in this candle was 41.99. The low in this candle, 41.99. It's bouncing around. It bounces away. It comes into the number. So I'm pretty sure Jordan took a pass at this one in the live trading room. However, you can see what happened at the second number. Again, came up short, bounced away. The second number worked anyway. The third number worked. It just didn't do it in the manner in which. We don't choose how they come into the numbers. We can only take the trades, what I would say, as the highest probability when they come in fast and hard, meaning they're running to the destination. Otherwise, when they eat time off the clock or come up short and bounce away, changes the risk, and therefore, I'd rather pass on the trade. Doesn't mean the number's not important. It's just not something I want to trade. Those are two different things. Temper Sealy, TPX, opened below the first two numbers. They're off the board. 
creeped into the second after eating time off the clock. So this one was also off the board. It's just the way it works. What's going on over in Camp IWM? Well, they're at the make it or break it point for the IWM. So you get below this low on a closing basis, and what happens? And also this breakup candle low, which is slightly different, but they're in the same ballpark. You get below that stuff, and it opens the door for the lows. Not that they have to go there, but the door would be open. In order to stage a rescue operation in the IWM, they really need to get back above the moving average of the 20-period moving average. Right now, around... 200 and change. When you look at the weekly chart, is this thing making some kind of a bearish, flaggish, wedgish thing that's now headed lower again? They ran the test of the breakdown candle high. They didn't really get to the high, but maybe that was good enough for them. Just letting you inside my head the way I'm thinking about it when I bring up the weekly chart, that's the first thing that comes to mind. Below that 100 period moving average, trouble in paradise. What's going on with the folks down at the transportation department? They're already beginning to challenge or getting close to challenging those lows from the 28th, not the 24th. The lows in the transports were on the 28th of January. Remember, second favorite market leading indicator, a number one canary in the coal mine. Make it or break it right about here for team transports. Also, another problem child for the bull case, which is the Q people. They're already challenging the lows from January. Interesting development. Look at the candle they put in. Different than the SPY, similar to the futures chart. Tomorrow is an on-time day. Did they run a test of the lows on time? Will they have a rally from this spot? It's on the table. Below the low, no dice. It's on the table until or unless they're below today's low. What about the financials, the XLF? Look at that candle today. Quite interesting. Below the moving averages, that's negative. Three out of the four. However, we have markets that are doing one of two things. They're either putting in these candles to trick, trap, fool, and frustrate people, or they're putting in these candles as a hint. Call it a flare up in the air. We'll find out over the next day and so. What about Smash Mouth? Now here's an interesting development. The close is 263.43, interesting candle, all that stuff. And now they're trading a couple of bucks higher, essentially turning them positive for the day. Pretty good proxy for the tech space, which we just talked about with the running a test of the lows, the type of candle, the on-time situation, all that stuff. It is make-it-or-break-it time. If I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.